Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, welcome back here for evening prayer for Ash Wednesday as we're starting off our season of Lent, this season of penitence and prayer and almsgiving and introspection. Just that time to really consider our lives, consider the the sin in our lives, to repent of it, and just to just to come back to the Lord. And part of that, of course, is spending regular time in prayer and in scripture study and reading, which is where the daily office comes in. This is a practice out of the Anglican Church that involves a liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer said every day. And it's been a great way for me over this past year plus to keep my focus, keep my my eyes on where they need to be when it comes to regular prayer to help keep that set of parameters in place to keep me on track. So as it helped me, hopefully it will help you if you're trying this out for the first time or if you've been doing this for a while, hopefully it's helping you out as well. So I'm reading from the Book of Common Prayer published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to find out more about the ACNA, you can go to anglicanchurch.net. Also, as far as this liturgy, you can follow along with it at the link lit that I put in the description, which is to dailyoffice2019.com. So as we prepare to begin this evening, let's take a moment to quiet our hearts and prepare for worship. All right, so again, this is evening prayer for Wednesday, February 14th, 2024, this Ash Wednesday. Let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness, for we have rebelled against him. Dearly beloved, the Scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the Fossileron, this ancient hymn for evening prayer. We'll say it together. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The Psalms appointed for this evening prayer for the 14th day of the month begin with Psalm 73. Truly God is loving to Israel, even to those who have a clean heart. Nevertheless, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the proud, when I saw the ungodly in such prosperity. For they are in no fear of death, but their bodies are healthy and strong. They come to no misfortune like other folk, neither are they afflicted like others. Therefore they wear pride as a necklace, and they wrap themselves with violence as with a garment. Their eyes swell with greed, and their hearts overflow with wicked thoughts. Their talk is malice and mockery. They have proud looks, and tyrannous words are on their lips. For they set their mouth against the heavens, and their evil speech spreads through the world. Therefore the people turn to them, and find no fault in them. They say, How should God perceive it? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly. They prosper in their ways, and they have riches in possession. I said, Surely in vain have I cleansed my heart, and washed my hands in innocence. All the day long have I been afflicted, and chastened every morning. Indeed, had I spoken as they do, then would I have betrayed the generation of your children. When I sought to understand this, it was too hard for me, until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Surely you set them in slippery places, and cast them down and destroy them. 
Oh, how suddenly are they consumed! They perish and come to a fearful end. Indeed, like a dream when one awakens, so shall you make their image vanish out of the city. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was wounded within. So foolish was I and ignorant, as if I were a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am always with you, for you hold me by my right hand. You shall guide me with your counsel, and after that receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is no one on earth whom I desire in comparison with you. Though my flesh and my heart fail me, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who forsake you shall perish. You destroy all those who are unfaithful to you. But it is good for me to hold fast to God, to put my trust in the Lord God, and to speak of all your works in the gates of the city of Zion. And then going on to Psalm 74. O God, why have you utterly cast us off? Why is your wrath so hot against the sheep of your pasture? O think upon your congregation, whom you have purchased and redeemed of old. Think upon the tribe of your inheritance, and Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Draw near, and behold how all is made desolate, and how the enemy has destroyed all that is in your sanctuary. Your adversaries roar in the midst of your holy palace, and set up their banners as tokens of victory. Like hewers of timber in a thicket of trees, so have they broken down all the carved work with axes and hammers. They have set fire to your holy place, and have defiled the dwelling place of your name even to the ground. They said in their hearts, let us make havoc of them altogether. Thus have they burnt up all the houses of God in the land. We do not see any signs. There is not one prophet any more. There is no one who knows how long these things shall continue. O God, how long shall the adversary do this dishonor? How long shall the enemy blaspheme your name? Forever? Why do you withdraw your hand? Why do you not take your right hand out of your bosom to consume the enemy? For God is my king of old. He is the one bringing help upon the earth. You divided the sea through your power. You broke the heads of the dragons in the waters. You smote the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gave him to be food for the people in the wilderness. You brought fountains and waters out of the hard rocks, and you dried up mighty waters. The day is yours, and the night is yours. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set all the borders of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffed, and how the foolish people have blasphemed your name. Deliver not the soul of your turtle dove to the wild beasts, 
and forget not forever the lives of your poor. Look upon your covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of violence. Let not the oppressed go away ashamed, but let the poor and needy give praise to your name. Arise, O God, maintain your own cause. Remember how the foolish one blasphemes you daily. Forget not the voice of your enemies, nor the tumult of those who hate you, which increases ever more and more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the prophet Jonah, beginning with the third chapter, the first verse. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, three days' journey in breadth. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's journey. And he called out, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They called for a fast, and put on sackcloth, from the greatest of them to the least of them. The word reached the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he issued a proclamation, and published throughout Nineveh, by the decree of the king and his nobles, let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and let them call out mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent, and turn from his fierce anger, so that we may not perish. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil way, God relented of the disaster that he had said he would do to them, and he did not do it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Magnificat together. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
The second lesson is a reading from St. Paul's first epistle to the Corinthians, beginning with the ninth chapter, the 24th verse. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. But I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Nunc Dimittis together. Lord, now let your servants depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. For this next set of suffrages, the response is, we entreat you, O Lord, that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful. We entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord. 
that we may depart this life in your faith and fear, and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. The Collect of the Day for this Ash Wednesday. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing you have made, and you forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. Then going down to a call for protection, let us pray. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead, we thank you for the blessings of the day that is past, and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours. Through him who died and rose again for us, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you. All nations obey you. All tongues confess and bless you. And men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hey, feel free to offer up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord at this time. You can pause the podcast while you're doing so. And then we'll come back together and pray the general thanksgiving. Okay, let's say the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth 
and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Okay, well that brings evening prayer to a close here for this first day in Lent, this Ash Wednesday. Hopefully this has been a good experience for you in building up your faith and spending time with God. Hopefully this Lenten season does the same for you as well. If you have any comments or questions or prayer requests, you can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on X, formerly Twitter, at commonprayer419. Also, I would encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you've not yet done so. Be sure to get notifications for new episodes coming out. Also, any positive ratings or reviews you could provide would be greatly appreciated. So, we'll go ahead and get signed off for now. We'll be, I'll be back here on Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for morning prayer. But until then, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me. God bless you, and I'll see you next time.